Recording in progress. Hey, Coach. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll you guys are being with... recorded, just so you know. Watch your backs, gentlemen. Watch, Watch your backs. backs. Um, yeah, just remember to raise your hand if you have a question. Uh, Sean, would you like to ask the first one? Uh, yeah, Coach. Just uh, thanks for taking a couple minutes with us on on uh, the early signing day and whatnot. I just want to ask, just kind of generally, you've got the two signees, obviously, in Brooks and Isaac that are officially across the line and whatnot. Do you feel like you addressed any particular need with these guys that you that you guys were looking at to to get better, bigger, taller, stronger, whatever it was with this Yeah, group? so, you know, it's interesting. Both these guys have ready-made kind of college Big 12 bodies in the sense of their, their, their physicality. Brooks is a really, really physical, incredibly explosive um, backcourt player. Um, he's, you know, he would be the first one to tell you he's not crazy vertical, but laterally change of direction, uh, turning guys' hips. I felt like of everybody I watched this summer in all of high school basketball, I didn't see a single player that was able to uh, turn guys' hips more quickly or efficiently or without any help from any action. Um, he's got an explosiveness that's really special. He's got big shoulders, um, and he's he he, he he's a great combination of physical and explosive. Like, um, you know, guys, I think about, you know, if, if you watch him, uh, it's really hard not to see some Peyton Pritchard in the angles that he can get to um, as he turns the corner and, and the way he can change direction. And then, you know, for, for the old people in here, which is just me and Jay really are the only old people here, uh, Chauncey Billups is a guy that was really, really physical, that could get where he wanted to go, that made big shots and, um, I think he's really special. And, and Isaac, you know, I had a really great experience with Isaac Davis. I think this was in our press release, but you know, it's, it's not every time that I walk out of a major, major, uh, AAU event and feel like the guy that we're chasing was the most physically dominant player at the entire event. But, but, uh, we talked about it as a staff walking out of section seven, and really felt like Isaac Davis was the most physically imposing player. And that's the best players in all up and down the Western United States. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he, his, his motor continues to grow um, and he's uh, becoming more and more vertical. And uh, clearly, you know, he's, a, he's, he's got uh, athleticism across uh, sport lines. And um, so I'm really excited about both these guys in terms of the bodies and the physicality that they're bringing to the, the first day they walk on campus um, that fits into this league. All right, we'll go with Jay and then uh, Mitch. Hey, Mark, it might be an exercise in futility to try to figure out your scholarship number, how many you got left or whatever, but um, will you be signing any guys with this next whatever it is a week three days period or in the spring or is that just to be determined with the transfer portal and all that um yeah so um you know there's a there's there's still uh, a week left in this signing period um there is a, a player that we're having conversations with right now i'm not sure um how that's gonna go probably not even allowed to say that i think i can say that much probably um, but aside from that, we're done, uh, for this signing period. And then, um, you know, we're going to know, um, we'll know, uh, the exact roster we'll have, um, for next year, probably by midnight tonight with no changes whatsoever over the next 
nah, you know, Jay, it's going to change every day. But we're super excited about where we are right now. Really, really excited. Um, like this group has been together for a year now. We're going to spend a second year together. We're going to get a couple more together and, and uh, add some pieces. We're really excited about that. You brought up uh, Pritchard for and, and Billups for Brooks Bar, Mark. Uh, what's a comp for Isaac Davis, and does his physicality translate to the Big 12, you think? Um, yeah, for sure it translates to the Big 12. There's no doubt. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of, you know, it's interesting because he was comparing himself to Yoli, um, who's one of his heroes. Certainly he's he's got this barrel-chested feel to him of Yoli and Foos and kind of along that line. Um, what's interesting about Isaac is, is, you know, from his freshman year in high school, which I think is the first time I saw him play on a team, um, he has been a standout. His freshman year in pass, he's probably the best, best pass. Freshman year in high school, he's probably the best passer on the court a lot. Um, and, 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 you know, at this point, you know, he's one of the elite level passing bigs uh, in, you know, in his class. And um, so his physicality and his mobility, um, his verticality, his long wingspan, his ability to like make quick decisions. You know, we're, we're finding more and more that um, the players that really, really are most successful in our program are players that are able to make quick decisions, uh, quick thinking players, and he certainly fits in that category. How big of a role was NIL in securing these guys, to your knowledge? And, and based on, you know, what we've talked about before with NIL yeah. at BYU, how yeah. big of a role was it securing Barr and Davis for these guys? Um, I, 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 it wasn't a headliner for them, um, but I think they have confidence that uh, we're, um, we're uh, making um, incredible strides in the NIL space. Um, we have a lot of, of legwork to show for that. And so um, I think they, you know, I think both these kids are way more than NIL. Um, and but but certainly that's a component where everybody wants to be, um, you know, compensated a little bit. And just one more thing for me, when when you're looking at, you know, long term 2024 scholarships, what's the timeline you're expecting for Colin Chandler to return officially? And then Marcus Adams, is he what's the official word on the NCAA waiver for him this year? And then obviously, will it be a waiting game till next year for him? Yeah, so the waiver process with Marcus is still ongoing. Uh, we expect Colin to be back in the spring. Um, you know, he should have a full summer. Uh, you know, it's still, you know, that's, that's you know, mission always comes first. So, um, but but that's kind of what we're anticipating. And that was their third question there. It was their third player. And then just to confirm to Bar, <clears throat> excuse me, Bar is going to go on a mission right away. At least that's yeah. his plan right now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really excited about serving a mission, and and so that's the plan as of now, for sure. All right, go ahead, Sean. I've got we had time for two more questions. Uh, no, I was just, I was just going to ask about a, a Marcus Adams update. Anything that you could add to uh, to that coach, and and specifically with Colin, because I guess he is or he was fully signed for you guys. You're you're allowed to talk about him and whatnot. Um, how, what, what's kind of the role or, or what's kind of been the difference of, of getting missionaries back into play, 
I guess, do you expect with the new strength and conditioning coach and that kind of thing with him? Yeah, so, you know, we feel like we're the world's experts on on uh, missionary RTP. Um, and and so we've been working on, uh, first of all, you're just gaining information, data points, and experience over the course of the last, I mean, I've been associated with BYU for, you know, over a decade and kind of coaching in Utah. And so, um, um, so we have a lot of data, a lot of experience, and we've kind of, we're always kind of tweaking and growing, uh, kind of our RTP protocol. I think we're, you know, um, most recently we've, we've, we've been really, really blessed and really, really successful with guys being able to come off their mission to have massive impacts their freshman year. Actually, we go super slow. We're unbelievably cautious. We have a whole protocol of, I don't know what Wiz has now, 32, uh, checkpoints that guys have to uh, uh, standards they have to incrementally meet um, in their return to play and so um, we feel like we've really got this down to a science we, uh, you know we've we've just moved some some really exciting new technology into our weight room uh, 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 the whole Kanga Tech program and 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 everything else uh, that Wiz has brought to us from uh, from his time at Milwaukee and so we feel like we're on the cutting edge of of that, you know, and, and, and you can't say enough about um, Wiz's, you know, expertise in, in, in not just strength and conditioning, but also rehab and nutrition. Um, he's he's really well versed in all those spaces. So we're, you know, that's one place that every day I worry a little bit less about because I have more and more people in the room that are way smarter than me taking care of it. So we, we feel really confident about that. All right, Mitch, last question. Yeah, one more thing for me, Mark. Uh, being in the Big 12, do you feel like that allows you to be more patient when extending offers to prospects? Because in the past, you know, like BYU was always trying to be maybe the the first in the door. Has that allowed more patience in the process to you know to to determine when you're going to extend an offer to a kid? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, I just don't like doing it early. Um, I just feel like offers um, increasingly are meaningless, and I just don't like it. You know, just on a personal, like for me personally, um, I, you know, um, people kind of extend offers on the, you know, the first time they've seen a kid when he's a freshman or a sophomore. And it's just not, you know, like I just, for us at BYU, um, you know, like talent or ceiling is actually not the most important marker of the kids we recruit. Um, it's really important for us to get to know kids. It's really important for us to, to kind of have a view of their insides. We really believe here that, you know, we're going to have a, a, a pool of 10,000 potential uh, basketball players that could come into our program on any given year. And, and the way you differentiate those, the way that you find out successful is you get to know them well enough to know kind of how they're built and what's inside them and what they're chasing and what their long-term motivation is and, you know, what their character feels like. And, and um, that certainly is not appreciated in um, college athletics recruiting anymore because um, you know it just it just isn't. And 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 we're we're failing as coaches, you know, with you know two thousand plus transfers every year. And part of that certainly is is the system, um, the way it's you know it's been changed over the last few years. But for us, um, we you know there's always the pressure. There's always that pressure of like, you know, who's going to be first to offer. But um, I, I think that there's rarely payoff from that in the end. And I think that the real payoff is from getting to know 
kids and 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 understand who's going to be the best fit in your program. I think that's I think that's actually that's the way we're going to roll. That's what we believe in here.